0: This is the Hey My Man podcast for December 28th, 2012. Nick?
1: What's up? Steve? Hey. What's going on, Nick? I made a brisket in the smoker on Christmas Eve, so I smoked it all day, and I smoked a turkey as well for everyone that came over on Christmas Eve, and I had a massive joke failure. I, everyone was like gathered around, because was like, oh, we're going to try this brisket, and uh, from my understanding of a brisket, the cut of meat is not that great. Usually it is smoked or it's cooked in a certain way, like slow cooked. Steve's nodding his head as if he is a so, butcher. Yes. Right. Because it's 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 not that great of a cut of meat. So, and you can get, sometimes you'll get one and you, half of the thing is fat you're paying for. So, I get it. If you um, I was talking, I was explaining to people like, yeah, you know, I should probably should have left it for another hour to make it a little more tender. It was still everyone like liked it, but... You know, I kept making the comment, like, uh, you know, the thing's not a good kind of medium. Mean, you can see the marks of the jockey was hitting it. And, like, no one got it. Like, like no one. Like, there was, like, five people. That like,
0: never saw Caddyshack?
1: Apparently, like, my dad was there, my uncle, who were both in their 60s.
0: Did you do it? I don't think
1: my dad heard me because he can barely hear anything. Let anymore. me ask you
0: this. How awkward is it when you told the joke the first time, nobody laughed, and you think, maybe they just didn't hear the I joke. I've out there two more so times. So you told it again, and you're like... It's just not funny at this point. No one thinks it's funny. Yeah, it's most of my wife's family—that's
1: almost—that's not, almost, that's almost bar- like bordering on pathetic. Rod wasn't there, and most <laughs> of my wife's family doesn't has never seen movies as common as Ghostbusters and Gremlins, let alone Caddyshack. Well, here's the
0: thing: regardless of the Caddyshack, you know, uh, what do you call it? Reference. Is it not funny on its own? I mean, is at least.
2: I can attest to that because I didn't even know that was a reference from Caddyshack. And you still but thought, it was, thought it was funny? Yeah. Well,
0: at least it's like a witty. So, like, like the, hey, this is a horse. Let meat, me ask you this.
2: It. It's what, not good quality. What kind of a did you even get
0: as much of a giggle, or was it just people were like, I think my mother in law was offended. Like, <laughs> like <you'd say laughs> my I apologize to Jackie,
1: And I told her, I explained to her, I'm like, hey, it none, you cannot get a brisket that's good. That's why you smoke them. That's why you slow cook them because they, make a, they, they smoke up really good, they don't dry out. And they they get really tender. I go, but for you just to throw one in the oven or something, it wouldn't work. It has to be smoked, or you know. So- does your Does
0: your mother in law think that uh, jockeys sit on a top of bulls? Or
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think she got it, just didn't think it was right. Funny, was offended. That's crazy. So nobody heard it. They threw it out. No, lo- uh, no, lots of people heard it. They didn't get it, or they never seen the movie. How do you know they got it? Like they heard it. Did they not? I mean, yeah. I mean,
0: because you you threw it out a couple more times to try to get the laugh that you thought you deserved. And at what
1: point were you just like, this is not happening? Because well, everybody's been there before. Like I said, unfortunately, Rod wasn't there because I think Rod would have got the fact that it was from Caddyshack and probably thought it was funny.
0: Rod, your, but, brother, um, your brother-in-law. Nobody else
1: was, you know, everyone else was either too young or too old, I guess. So-
0: For anyone who doesn't know, that's your brother-in-law. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's that's a bad that's a bad thing. I do that often where, like, You know, I have a lot of my go to jokes and sometimes you'll throw it out and you think that maybe somebody was talking at the same time. So maybe it didn't go over so well, but nothing is worse than when you throw it out again, when everyone's dead silent and it's still crickets. (laughs) That's pretty much like for me, like the most embarrassing thing that could happen. Short of shitting your pants, which may still be less embarrassing than trying to be funny and everyone just like, no, just walking away from it.
2: Most right. of my best wit, I for some for whatever reason, I say it really quiet, so I can only I'm like the only one that can hear it. So all my good stuff you, is pretty much just to myself.
0: You which, know that you you know that it's to yourself. I
2: don't. You know You say it's my something good stuff, witty, but I say it and I go like, yeah, nobody heard that. That's.
0: But then once you realize that you know that was top quality stuff, you don't try to like get your, put yourself no, in a position. I feel
2: like why am I saying it again? I, I've already done it. Once. Well, the
0: whole thing is that you realize I might have something here. And if you don't try it out.
2: I think that's why Twitter might be good for me.
0: Yeah, maybe. I I know there's like times where you have to know who you're, and I'm not talking about being on a stage. Just you have to know who your audience is for sure. Specifically, as far as like what kind of joke you're gonna get away with telling and what kind of group you're in front of. But there's times where like I'll even make adjustments on the fly to tell a joke or to you know make a reference to something and change it up. If it's you know uh, women I'm talking to, I'll, I'll I'll make the reference more geared toward women. But I man, it's hard when you when you don't get the laugh. You gotta you gotta have some backup stuff to go to. But I can appreciate the jockey joke. I probably wouldn't would have la- I would have given you a courtesy laugh, just because I know you were attempting to make a joke. But at this point, to me, Caddyshack is like Black Sabbath or Led Zeppelin. It's overdone. Every time you turn around, there's now maybe I'm being a little dramatic, but you know people throwing like uh, not most of them are the the lines that Rodney Dangerfield had, but. Um, that's like one of those movies that's quoted more than anything. You don't want to do any American Especially, Pie. Especially,
1: st- I would say, his lines. Yeah.
0: You don't want to throw any American Pie stuff out around the holidays? <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that probably even less people would know what that was, considering the crowd that I was around.
0: Would you, speaking of American Pie, just because we're on the topic and I saw an advertisement again for it today. Um, stop kicking the table. <laughs> I saw an advertisement again for it today.
1: Um, let me guess another one
0: no it's it's the same one American say, Reu- no one. no American Reunion would you say that like the first as far as that the whole collection of the American Pie American Wedding American I don't remember what the second one was an American Reunion mm-hmm. were any of them I mean I, I think that's one of those movies that doesn't stand the test of time American Pie when it first came out was good for the time it was out And then, like immediately, it was like, "Let's move on from it." I don't, I'm not, I don't really need to see it again.
2: Right. I can tell you that I would never watch that movie again.
0: I saw American Reunion because I think my wife wanted to watch it. It was on TV or cable or whatever. They still use the exact same jokes. The only difference is is that uh, Jason Biggs' mother is dead in the movie, so now his dad is like, you know, a single guy on the scene, and you know, he's like, you know, he's like Jim, where he's just kind of an idiot about. (laughs) <laughs> about chicks or whatever, <laughs> yeah. but it is probably one of the worst comedy franchises ever. About, I, 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 would, I, would, I B- challenge you right now: the video. what's a worse comedy franchise? Not one movie, but a worse comedy franchise than American Pie. And uh, by franchise, I mean it has to at least be more than two movies.
2: Really? How many comedy franchises are there? I don't know. I I can. I know. I'm putting I, you on the spot. Uh,
0: Police Academy. Ooh. National Lampoons. Yeah, they're not worse. Uh, you think the? No, not, they're not worse. No, but the first banned. couple were good. I see. I'm one of those guys that says the the European vacation I liked, and Christmas vacation I liked, Vegas vacation.
1: You didn't like the original one. Where they go it was up all wild. right.
0: Yeah, it was all right. But again, it, to me, it's it's one of those movies that doesn't stand the test of time. Like I I, th- I saw you made a joke on Twitter the other day. was it was it on Twitter or Facebook where you were saying something about like. Nobody made – nobody put the connection together that they're driving to the Christmas tree uh, – pick out the Christmas tree, the Griswolds. And like a dude flips them off and then Clark literally – drives like, them off. Yeah. Well, then he tries to run them off the road to murder them. <laughs> like like it just – it goes from like, hey, I'm going to flip you off to we're having like a like, little – I'm okay pa- with killing you. Yeah, passive aggressive <laughs> like car movement thing to mm-hmm. Clark getting wedged underneath it. Like a, him attempting to kill the guy and then wedging his family <laughs> right. underneath the semi. No accident report. No, no, nothing. <laughs> but yeah, so maybe there isn't on any you're, other. Well, you're
2: forgetting all the new National Lampoon movies going straight to DVD. Those yeah, I'm like, no Van, like you're talking show. about like but
0: Van Wilder. So yeah, like yeah. the I, I don't consider those when you say National Lampoons. I think you're you're meaning like Vacation.
2: But I, I they just do have National Lampoon. Yeah, absolutely. In
0: the title, so I think that. Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to. Man, that's, I yeah, kind of got myself into a corner because I don't know if there is any other. I'm sure there is. I'm Not sure. straight to video ones. I mean, actual like. I'm n- sure The Hangover will get there. Oh, I think they're making another one. Yeah, they'll get there. And how how redundant was
1: that? It was awful.
2: Like was I, to me,
0: is, you literally are ripping off. And it, I really feel like that is my, the comedy version of, A Clockwork Orange, of or the comedy version of our other favorite uh Boondock Saints where people were like, Oh, the hangover, man, that is the greatest thing ever. I was hilarious. And it's like, it's, it's, it's all right. And it, again, it was to me like something about Mary. When that movie came out, it was so ground, like, like shocking. Like, I can't believe that that was in a movie. Yeah. That kind of the hangover was the same thing. But to me, it was geared toward like college age people. But oddly enough, like, people my parents' age in their, you know, in their late 50s and 60s, like, glommed onto the The Hangover 2 and were like, oh, that was that was really great. And it, was, it made me uncomfortable because there was a lot of stuff in there. And I'm like, man, I don't want my mom and dad to, to laugh at the same kind of, like, raunchy
2: humor that, that I <laughs> That would make me uncomfortable. I don't want my parents to like my movies. if I Even if I didn't, you know, even if I like that movie.
0: Well, how about this? You could like a movie your parents like or that they introduced you to, but, but it's just weird. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, especially, like, if it's anything except a raunchy comedy, I wouldn't have a problem with it. You know, if my dad wanted... My dad was, like, really into Chuck Norris and really into, like, karate movies. Or Commando. Billy Jack or
2: something.
0: Not Billy Jack, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, you hit the one martial arts guy that, like, if he was into it, he kept that a secret. But for the most part, I'm trying to think, like, even... I remember we had a, a VHS tape copied from HBO because back when, when I was growing up, maybe, probably even at the end of... When you were growing up, everything that my par- my parents would uh, tape everything off of HBO onto a VHS tape. So we'd have like five movies on one VHS tape, four or five movies. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. You could have anything from The Boy Who Could Fly to um, a Risky Business <laughs> to, you know, some other crazy like The Golden Child on one tape. <laughs> and if you're a kid, you're like, well, what, you know, you're, you put in, the, you know, The Man With Two Brains and then also on there is like Eddie Murphy Raw. <laughs> and it was like, whatever came on, on HBO was like, well, this tape has room. Let's put it in there. So you would eventually get around to being like, you'd only fast forward to the golden child so many times before you see Eddie Murphy in that red suit. And you're like, I got to check this out. What's this about? You know,
2: that's what we did with me and Cinemax though. I it would go from uncle <laughs> buck to, you didn't
0: start out with the Gilbert Gottfried, uh, and, uh, up all that USA up all night and then graduate to
2: I, nah. <laughs> no, no.
0: Was that before your time? Did no, you, you ever USA see Apple that? No, was yeah, with Rhonda Sheer and Gilbert. or yeah, no, did, no, that uh, was
2: in my wheelhouse right
0: there. Yeah, like you know, oddly enough, that's probably how I got introduced by accident to Eddie Murphy. Or um, I'm trying to think. Richard Pryor was another one. My parents had like a bunch of Richard Pryor HBO specials <laughs> on tape <laughs> that were mixed in with like you know, like I said, a Christmas story. And it was like you know a Richard Pryor video. <laughs> That's a great and, segue. But you like. know the thing is, is you're sitting there talking. The movie ends. You're playing Legos or you're doing whatever. And the next thing you know, because if you remember, a lot of times with VHS tapes, you like you would tape over it so many times there wasn't like a smooth segue. So one movie would kind of like skitter out, and then it would be like halfway into the next one. Because if you taped over something in the first section. the the length may not be the same. So it would end up the boy who could fly would end up in the middle of like, you know, Eddie Eddie Murphy in that bathtub joke. And you'd be like, Oh, well I'm not turning this off. This is the greatest. And until somebody came down and was like, what are you watching? You just pretend like out of the corner of
2: your eye. Like, I I don't know. I'm not watching this, but I'm definitely watching So
0: that for me is absolutely how I got turned on to a lot of that stuff. Just, just completely by accident. Um, what were we talking about originally? I, How did we even no get idea. to this point? I, oh, we're talking about the like what movie? What movie comedy franchises were worse than American Pie? And you said the Hangover. I said the Hangover will be. The Hangover will be eventually. They're, and I, they are making another Hangover movie. Mm-hmm. Right. Go ahead. I'm sure they
2: will. It'll make money, so they
0: will. Um, I'm trying to think of like in re, in the last ten years, what's what's like the flagship comedy movie. What's the uh, guy that does all the stuff you, with you... Seth Rogen,
2: forty year old virgin?
0: Oh, you're talking about the uh, Judd Apatow? Jet yeah, a- yeah. Didn't he write all those? I, I don't, well? I don't know if he wrote all. some a- of them. Like some of them, uh, Seth Rogen and his part, his writing partner wrote. He's a, at least a producer involved in. Because in I thought Superbad
1: was pretty funny, and if I had to make it, like a list of like top five funny movies in the last ten years, I'd probably have like Superbad in there. I've really soured on Seth Rogen a lot. Well, I have two. It, I just it doesn't for. I mean, I just I think that the John Hill and uh, what's the uh, what's the other kid McLovin? No, Sir uh, uh, Michael Sarah. Yeah, th- those guys. Are, that was now he's overdone. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. But that was when they were both pretty new. <clears throat> yep. Again, and I, we were talking
0: about this the other day when you were talking about Shia LaBeouf. I think the problem is. Like these guys will they'll they'll do like four or five movies at one time. Some are, are well, yeah, in the middle of being filmed. On their, on their but movies. what I'm saying is, it's not their fault they're being oversaturated. The problem is, like when Nick was saying, hey, this Hollywood was trying to tell us yes for Shia LaBeouf, and then eventually he just kind of petered out. And I think that he just did a bunch of things at at one time, and they they staggered their releases, so it seemed like this dude was the hot you yeah. know the hot topic. But literally, he just did a bunch of things, and uh, some of things got held Push up and back. some of the things got, yeah. And it just so happened that a lot of things, but for, cause he was saying like, oh, this guy's pretty much not done anything recently except for that, uh, Western that he was Yeah. Uh, lawless. But my thing is, it's not, I don't think it's necessarily the actor's fault. I mean, this, this guy is, you know, he, uh, the only thing I would say that guy really did that was like a bad choice on his part or a would be Indiana Jones, but it's not really his fault. I mean, if you got offered Indiana Jones, you'd do it too. You wouldn't say, oh, I'm going to protect the franchise because no. there's no way this is going to be good and, and not do it. If you're a young actor that's trying to, and you're going to be given Indiana Jones...
2: I think anybody in that movie... Made a bad choice by making but it. But
0: I don't know this for a fact, but I'm assuming Indiana Jones is kind of like, you know, one of those things where they don't necessarily give you the script up front. You know, they probably get... They, you know, well, just like Star you, Wars hey, or something. Steven Spielberg, right. well,
1: like apparently, from what I read, loved this kid. Put him in... Because he, he was a of Transformers, so he kind of nudged him getting in the Transformers, and then obviously Steven Spielberg is like the... Him and George Lucas are like the driving force by Indiana Jones, they put him in that as well. I, I just think that he's somebody that they are... Just by putting him in Indiana Jones of Transformers, whether people like him or not, they're continuing well, to use here's this the guy. Thing, you Much def- like Nicolas Cage, Nicolas Cage made a fine career. out of cages.
0: God, he is awful. Excellent. He is awful. Con that guy Air. has made. And for uh, that's the thing. I think we talked about this before. Con Air is like probably, it's. It, I would say it's like Sons of Anarchy to me. I will watch it because it's on. But
2: you'll hear every second on it. Uh, yeah.
0: I don't no I don't hate every second of it. It's just ridiculous. I would honestly Here's say the thing. that
1: out of all the movies he's done in the last twenty years, out of That's that the, that's the best one except for... second to leaving Las Vegas. I just pulled up IMDB Nicolas Cage's um I can't wait to hear this filmography. Yeah. And I okay, I, I, I correct myself. There was one other movie that I thought that was pretty decent was that uh it wasn't that great, but it was uh God of War it was alright i never really heard of that.
0: Yeah, that's, that's a video game. I know. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Lord of War. Still don't. Is it Lord of War. You're reading it. Yeah, Lord of War. Never no, heard not of it. it.
1: Wasn't Nicolas
2: Cage and Face Off? Yeah, God, I thought that was a really good Face movie. Up. Jesus well, Christ,
1: I, think I thought that was a good movie. I let me just I can... name. Let me just. Let me just go through this list real quick. Hold National yeah. Treasure Three, Expendables Three. Those are just possible. He's not. It's not. Like That's a rumory so, maybe I yeah. enjoyed the National
2: Treasure movie.
1: I am Wrath, Left Behind, Marble City Out. Well let me let's go down to where Okay. Are you gonna get to the good stuff? Where we Stolen, know Stolen, Ghost Rider, Trespass, Seeking Justice, Drive Angry, Season of the Witch. Is this the Steven Sorcerer Seagal or Laurentius, Kickass, <laughs> Astro Boy, The Bad Lieutenant, G Force, Knowing, Bangkok Dangerous, National <laughs> Treasure, Next, Grindhouse, Ghost Rider. The Wicker Man, World Trade Center. I like Wicker Man. The Ant Bully. Oh, no, not Wicker Man. No, you don't. No, no Matchstick Man. No. Matchstick Man. Matchstick Man, yes. Lord of War, National <laughs> Treasure, Matchstick Man adaptation. What Dude. What's crazy is, like, this guy will be in a movie that everyone will pretty much all agree sucks. Like... Ghost Rider. And then they'll make a sequel. Not just a sequel. They'll make a third one. It's
2: like, who saw the Dude, first one? National Treasure. I like, bet
0: you his quote... Can you find out what his quote is? Yeah, it's
2: shows what, what they make on here. That, because, is, that is bizarro Samuel L. Jackson IMDb, by what? the way. Because all those movies are awful. Yeah, they are. I would... I'm not saying... You think all Samuel L.
0: Jacksons are good?
1: I'd say I, I would. you have got to look online, 70%. but it shows you what they get for... I would say... Year.
0: I would agree with you that Samuel L. Jackson is definitely in better movies... But I, I also consider that Samuel L. Jackson just has offered better stuff because Samuel L. Jackson would take a cheeseburger if you gave it to him. That dude is so desperate for just continuing to work
2: <laughs> that I, I
0: swear to God. Why not? Uh, well, I don't know. I, person, I, I, would, I consider other people, why not is an important question because other people get chastised or abused for taking a bunch of stuff. It's like, well, you should, pre- be, you should be a little more selective on That's what you they're do. they're not good. You nah, if you're a good actor it doesn't mean you Samuel can make Jackson everything better that you do. Samuel Jackson, he Samuel Jackson movies. is a one trick pony.
2: He makes movies. He's
0: one trick pony. If you need angry black man, you get If or Denzel. Or depends Denzel. on who Yeah, it you depends angry, on who's busy. How much it's money you want to spend? Right. Is what it you need out angry
2: to. You need angry Mexican man, you get Danny Trejo. A,
0: or unattractive 4 foot. You, if you need to have an, a, 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 an action villain that's that's the size of, of either Sylvester Stallone or Tom Cruise. Danny Trey uh, way, or whatever. That is. was
2: the most disappointing day of my life when what? I found out he was so short.
0: Who? Tom Cruise? I, oh. it's
2: oh. so, so disappointing. That was
0: almost like the time when I found out that you inline aggressive skated as a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> almost as humiliating. I, I think
2: you mean skated.
0: No, but I we'll didn't. Continue. No. Wait, what?
2: Where city did you grow up in? Griffith.
0: <laughs> hey, Nick, just real quick. If somebody told you that they were a skater, what would you assume? Steve it's just Jordan. a random person. If Steve told you he was a skater, would what would you assume that maybe he was attempting to be in the Olympics or ice skated or?
2: I think he would assume I was doing it on a video game console.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if Steve and you me, were, <laughs> I
2: was. If he came up to me and said, "Hey,
1: I'm a skater," I would assume that he has a skateboard
0: what would you have what would he have to say in order for to, to make you believe that he was an inline aggressive skater would we
1: need to add all probably, this probably him saying i don't know that, that's what it's words. called isn't it probably him either say that verbatim or say hey i, I rollerblade
2: that's easier well, i don't rollerblade i'm not a 40 year old soccer mom I'm going down the bike trail
0: <laughs> so you're saying that rollerblade is not the correct nomenclature no, not at or all. terminology however inline aggressive skating is putting too many words that's in there that's too many words the next step when you are too old to inline aggressive skate you parkour. That's about the next thing you do. No. How did you skip parkour? I That's about that same coolness.
2: No parkour is not cool.
0: Parkour is not cool. <laughs> That's not cool. <laughs> but inline aggressive That's just skating. over
2: things. Uh, I can do that in my living room.
0: I would love to see you parkour. I, I, bringing up a great question. My brother in law and Steve believe that. At right now, he Steve did not correct me if I'm wrong. I don't even know. Did you play college baseball? Did you play high school baseball? No. Did you play little league? Yes. Up to Babe Ruth? Yes. Okay. He believes that given what 10 pitches mm-hmm. by a college level softball pitcher.
2: Please put more emphasis on college level. College
0: level. College le- okay, what, starter. College level. Starter.
2: Co- starter? Or, like, or like,
0: would, what what what's the just the drop a college off? level average college yeah, average level college,
2: college level pitcher?
0: That he could he could how well, many what's you the percentage, softball, right? Yeah, softball. Okay. What's the percentage in a saw that I could hit? Pitching So yeah. Cause well, first of all, him who's less ath- I would believe to be less athletic than you. Ganglier,
2: things of that nature. And
0: you he says he can hit eight out of ten. And I believe he yeah. said you put him over
2: the fence. He's full of shit there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I could hit fifty percent. No way. Yeah. What do you think you could hit? I'm gonna say it's not going to be very good. And once I watched them pitch, I got up close, I'd be like, yeah, this is really not going to be good. I don't, I don't, I don't really... know. Nick, you don't strike me as the
0: kind of guy who could hit a baseball. Like, that doesn't seem like that would be one of the things you're strong at doing. I don't know. Maybe uh, I, I, don't I was know. all right at baseball you? as a kid. I never asked you. I played to, so. as
1: well, but I, I didn't play really after that.
0: Well, Steve fancies himself a, a baseball guy. And so, and you, don't, do not you play softball? Adult, no. like, beer league softball? No,
2: that's not what's true. Kevin? That's, that's not a sport.
1: What's Kevin, uh, what's his level? What do you play up to?
0: Oh, uh, he was pretty. I, apparently, Babe
1: Ruth. I've I mean, heard he so go he wasn't even up to like high school or anything or, or college. He's just a Babe Ruth. Right. And he's saying he could walk on at any moment. I
0: guarantee you, right now, if he, if you told, if you said, "Hey, do you think if you went one on one with Muggsy Bose, current at his age right now, you could beat him?" He would say yes. He would say, <laughs> "I ridiculous. would stuff Muggsy Bose. I could." He would probably tell you he could he could out rebound Venice Rodman.
2: I will tell you at this age. He probably could stuff mugs. I Buggs. doubt it highly. He's I mean, like 50 years old He's now. still, dude. I bet he's, he
0: still plays. Still plays. He still plays. He did right because now. if you watch that Joe's versus pros, he was on there. Oh, and really? Yeah, and, and I'll tell you what. He may not be as, not 10 years, but like five years ago. Okay, he may not be as good as as Kobe Bryant, but I guarantee you he's better than you, <laughs> me, or anyone you know on a, on a regular, that doesn't that's, play college level at least,
1: true. you know. Probably
0: so, of course, he's, I, you know, I How did he, that
1: conversation would come up where Kevin said he could do that?
0: I don't know. I and he again, just for, for anybody who doesn't know, that's my brother in law. He we were we went to a batting cages, you know, the batting cages at you know some, whatever one of those like fun parks or whatever. And in the fast pitch, he went one for twenty. The and man, I'm like
2: the man fast pitch or the softball fast no, pitch? no like man fast, fast five pitch mile yeah. per hour fast pitch
0: because uh, I went in there left handed. I can hit left hand. It, it's not going to go very far, but my timing for le- left-handed for some reason, I think this is probably for most people because you concentrate more. Mm-hmm. I was able to connect. And like I said, not all of them were fair balls. But he went in there after talking all kind of shit and literally got got K'd like 10 times in a <laughs> row before he even... And I think the one he hit was a chip shot. It wasn't even... <laughs> but then he came out of there and he's like, you know, hey, I'm out of practice. And it's like, dude, I, I don't go to the batting cages either. And again, I, I, I guarantee you... Out of 20 pitches from a from a college level college level softball pitcher I would probably get a hold of two of them and I'm not even talking about solidly I, I guarantee I'd be terrified because How much credit are you giving them? instead of a drop their ball rises it's that something you've seen and they're close you got to remember the distance from like the mound yeah away. the distance from the mound to home plate <laughs> yeah, is like a t-ball it's field still, it's it's, it's nasty
2: 75 something like that
0: okay but I'm what I'm telling you is if they throw 90 miles an hour okay? They don't throw like so, okay. Miles so an hour. say say they throw seventy five miles an hour. Yeah. they're way closer than a, than a major league baseball pitcher throwing no, overhand. I'm, I'm and you're saying, used to seeing that ball come I'm out saying, in a different fashion. I'm saying
2: distance adjusted seventy five miles an hour.
0: Okay, but you're still the way you when you're learning how to hit. Yeah. you're learning to time the way the ball comes out. That's why sinker, you know, sinker style or submarine. No, or am like, I going to
2: get am I going to get five pitches to see the underhand release?
0: And I'm not even talking about any any, any trick. Pitching. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking about straight attempted strikes, fastballs.
2: You give me five pitches to judge that on hand release. It's on. I would like
0: to put that to the test. I
2: would like, like to video that. A college level pitcher, and I'll, I'll
1: do it. That would that would be interesting to see. I don't even know if their balls move like a major league ba- like curves. If they can even they, be able to
0: softball. Oh yeah, yeah they and rise. They can. They don't throw, like, drop That balls. might
2: because of the way I throw the Absolutely. Ball.
0: But, it no, it breaks. Well, yeah, Upward like, 45-degree, you know.
2: Instead of a 12-to-1, it'd mainly be a... No, 12-6, 6-12. 6 it'd be a 6-12, essentially.
0: Yeah, to me, like I said, it, it's all about the mechanics and the way it would throw you off just because technically you're... I I don't think I've ever had a, a, a softball pitcher pitch to me. I've, just, I've had people throw underhand to me, but it's just not the same. When someone's... The
2: softball batting cages.
0: Just the way they 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 flip out, or you know, they they the way their body moves when they let that ball go is like their hands and arms and hair is all over the place.
1: While we're on the subject of uh, of sports.
0: How much of a pain in the ass or how much would you re- – what would it take for somebody to go, especially in Chicago, to a football game? What is it going to take to make you leave your living room to, to go to a football game?
1: I just went to the Bears-Packers game a few weeks ago. Um, a friend of mine has in tickets. We tailgated. It was a good time. I spent about $90 on the ticket. Um, he had already paid – he didn't park at McCormick Place – he parks at one of the parking lots farther south from McCormick Place. He pays a yearly fee of a couple hundred bucks, and then he's allowed to park there and tailgate. And I guess the benefit of tailgating at those parking lots, there's no time limit. You can stay as you don't have to go into the game because at the McCormick Place, you have to have a ticket for the Bears game to be able to tailgate there. Oh, you do? Yeah. At this parking lot like he was at, you don't have to. So there's people that stay and tailgate the whole time or attend the game. Okay,
0: before we even go any further, what kind of an idiot? Goes to the stadium to sit outside to tailgate. When if you really wanted to, just go in your backyard and Dude, do a it.
1: lot of people. That I mean, is
0: the most ridiculous well, thing. I, it not, isn't. You're isn't. gonna. You're gonna. Now I can no, argue. It, it is
2: and it isn't. <laughs> all right. You can't get that atmosphere with all of those other people in your backyard. Couldn't you that's go to the? Couldn't
0: it. you go to the corner bar? That's a Bears
2: that, that bar. Yes, you could. Yes, you could.
0: No, but I mean, yeah, I mean, no bar is going to have like an outdoor function in the
1: middle of January. I mean, maybe they would, but. To me, needless to say, if, if he called me back and said, Hey, I've got tickets, to that was like the probably the best game you could see all year where the Bears played in against the Packers, like their biggest rival, and the game actually meant a lot. They lost, obviously. That game was obviously a good game, but if he called me back next year and goes, Hey, I'm going to go to the Bears, Saint, or Bears, like Cincinnati, this is a team that you don't care about, I would just be like, Eh. One one or a year is enough, and like I said, it and, didn't I mean,
0: it was pretty cold that day too, was it not? Yeah, it
2: was probably sure, it was, was. mid forties. I not It to wasn't the,
0: too bad. I haven't been to the new Soldier's Field, and but I could tell just by looking at it the way it looks like it's cold as hell in there.
2: I've never been to Soldier Field. Ever? Never. It I wasn't
1: too bad where we were at because we were in the new section. Well, we we're not a very
2: to The wind. I I just have no desire to go to a football game around here because it's cold. It's shitty. What about a Colts game? I've been to a Colts game, meh.
1: Uh, the new Lucas Oil? Yeah, soil? yeah. no, I
2: haven't been to Lucas Oil. It was, was the old one. But it's sport depending for me. I'll go to a baseball game any day. I mean, you can call me five minutes before the game starts, I'll go. But a football game, no. A basketball game, I have a Bulls ticket in my car right now. I don't plan on using it. Just one? Yeah, guys from work, they're going, and they gave me a ticket. I said, hey, let's go. Then,
0: you didn't have the heart to tell them no? You took yeah, it? I like, took it.
2: I'm not going to go. Isn't that kind
0: of rude? Because you could have <laughs> given it to somebody who wanted to go. Who? I mean, is there anybody that really – who goes to Bulls games anymore? Are the Bulls even good?
2: The Bulls are not good. The main draw is hurt. Yeah. The main so, draw is hurt. Oh. Yeah. I mean.
0: Yeah. As you'll be able to tell as time goes on, I'm at least the three of us, I'm definitely the least interested in <laughs> – Live sporting events or sporting sport at all well, except I for think boxing.
1: I've, I've had this conversation with you before. Even with Cubs games, it's so much work. It's just so much of a pain in the ass to get from go from here to Chicago. You got to park, then you got to walk there, and then you got to walk back. It's just right. I, I'll probably when my kids get a little bit older, I'll take them. You don't do that though. But uh, why? We, take
2: the train. No,
0: I don't take it. Train. Train's horrible. No, train's horrible. It, just took one yesterday. I don't take
2: the train. I take the train to Wrigley Field though. I I hate, you know, I, I,
0: I understand what you're saying. I don't want to, a, I don't want to leave my car and in the, the two, the three closest places to the train to, to, to drop off your train are three of the worst areas in our area as far as neighborhood wise or community wise. how many
2: cars are there? That's fine.
0: Beyond that. I don't want to have to stumble off the train or have my wife or my children stumble off the train at 1030 at night or ride the train back with a bunch of other drunk idiots with my family, I guess it makes a difference of whether or not you're bringing your kids or bringing your family. But I don't even like the idea of my wife being drunk and taking the train back with a bunch of drunk idiots as well. My, me personally, I hate not having my car because when I want to leave, I want to leave. I don't want to have to then stand drunk or Wait, with a hangover for forty five minutes at the train station. Or if I'm driving, I'd really even drink. So. Um, but that's a choice I'm willing to make. I'm willing to not drink at all or, or drink a beer just so I can have my car there. I'll tell my wife, like, hey, you have all the fun you want. The one thing I don't want you to, like, argue with me about is me driving. It's a huge hassle to drive the Wrigley. I mean, it's, it'd be Another a hell of park. a lot more convenient to go to U.S. Cellular Field. But, you know, I would never. <laughs> you know that yeah, goes. yeah. I wouldn't do that. Talk
2: about the neighborhood. But, yeah. All.
0: But, no, I'm just saying, like, either way, that's def- they have parking. Wrigley Field has zero parking, and it's, like, at the very far edge tip of the city, and, like you said, it's almost like you're – it's like a travel day on an airplane. By the time you get there, you're like, oh, you start worrying about commuting home
2: again. You're like, man, in, like, a couple hours – See, you do that, and you can't enjoy the game because you guys are worried about getting home. Right. If you take the train – you know what time the train comes – the game's over, train leaves, a half. Well hour let's after be honest. I mean, I
0: think you you have someone in your life that's more assertive that's gonna make sure you get home alright, where yes. I'm actually looked upon as <laughs> the, way, <laughs> the, the more <laughs> assertive of well, the two. no, Not if we're going to a Cubs
2: game, maybe
0: not. Th- that could be. But again, another thing for me, and you know, me call me a party pooper, call me what you will. Even though I'm a Cubs fan, if C- win or lose, I don't want to like after the game hang around. I w I don't have a problem getting a drink beforehand, but the prices of the price of anything in Wrigleyville and every bar is so jam packed with drunken idiots. It doesn't matter if it's a weekday, a weekend, it does not matter. My thing is like by that, like when the game is over, I want to get out. I'll go back to like the area I live in to go to a bar rather than drink in Wrigleyville. But I think especially with, with like women, especially they want to like have the entire day long experience of like, Oh wait, we're in Wrigleyville. Let's, let's go to this bar. Let's go to that bar. Let's go to this bar. And it's like, again, I, I may just be a drag, but I just, there's nothing that wants to keep me in there. To, I have to fight my way up to the bar to get a drink. It's confusing. There's just so many people. And I, I know people are going to be like, oh, this is a drag. Not confused. I, mean, I don't get confused. Oh, okay. But it's just like, there, you know, you're, you're waiting for your waitress. You don't know which who the person. It's just it's, it's, it's too much, too much. So I attempt to avoid any. Any, any. Baseball games or any live sporting events, for me, it's always been um, music. And Chicago-wide, I will. There's a couple, like a couple of smaller clubs, like the Metro or the Aragon or um, the Vic, or even you know some Reggie's or some of the smaller places. It's really not that much of a hassle to go to, as far as like parking or, or easy in, easy out. But I'm at that age. I'll be 36 tomorrow. I'm at that age where like, it really has to be a band that I, like I think they're gonna be not in existence, and, and it, I don't even know if that's a criteria. I just I'm a homebody. I don't really want to have to drag my ass to the city to see anybody. I'm like I'll just put the CD on, you know. I guess when I was 16 or 17, it was important to me because you could brag to your friends or like, hey, we, want right, to saw yeah, we went saw this band or that band. Yeah. But like nowadays, it's like. Any of the newer bands, I don't even... I'm not even... I really don't even know who's out right now or what what's going on. Well, I you still know, listen to stuff I was listening to in, you know, 1989, 1990. Dude, it's easier because you can
2: just watch the concert online.
0: Yeah, I mean, you could watch a concert online, right. but you're not going to... Every single show isn't, isn't recorded.
2: That's true. But
0: the thing, but. you know, I can understand where people are like, hey, I want to get out, I want to do something. But I think, and maybe it's just me, I don't know, you guys speak for yourselves, like, I'm one of those people that's like, all these other things come into my mind. Again... Nick was talking about this today earlier today. Chicago, like, the parking, the signs are so, like, each, every 10 feet, there's a new sign that tells you, like, when hey, you disregard it. that last sign. <laughs> this sign's the one you need to listen. And if you're, like, your tires pass the one sign, it's like, well, you were supposed to be, that sign's for you. That other sign isn't for you. So, um, to me, I, I I won't take the train at night, too, because I'm always afraid that I'll miss that last train back and I'll be stuck. But, I mean, well, what's, if, what's it going to take? What band would you actually leave your house to see like today? And I you know beside the Foo Fighters, if
1: that's Well, they there. would meet the criteria because I've seen them a couple times now. I, I don't know. Um, there's a couple of bands that my wife really, really want to see. And I'd probably go just because she wants to see them. But I'm not – as far as bands I like, I, there's probably not a band that I'm going to go out that I've not already seen that I'm going to go out. Unless maybe they're at the Horseshoe. Which is probably, the for me, the easiest in and out concert we ever went to. Um, but other than that, I don't know if there would be... I don't know if I could be compelled to do anything like that. What about you? Sexual favors.
2: What's yeah. that? Is that a real band? That, no, that's how it would get me there. Oh! I think. oh. That's... <laughs> <laughs> sexual chocolate? Uh, no, I would I think I would go see one band and that's it. I think I would go see the Black Keys if they were playing around here.
0: Yeah, I, I for me... Man... Uh, the last, I saw the Hold study, I think was the last, oh no, didn't I, well we saw Weezer, right. but that was at the Horseshoe, but before that, the Hold study, I went, I saw them at the Vic, it was a really awesome show, I'm glad I went, I'm, st- I'm still, I, I there
1: was I, one you were trying to get me to go to, that was, did I end up going? Uh, maybe you did.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, Kings of Leon? No. Like two years ago? No. I got dragged to that, no, I, I remember telling you like how like,
2: how many how... times did they play Sex is on Fire?
0: Oh, I, I mean, I was, it, it was like the most, it rained too. And we were out on the lawn. It was at tweeter, oh. And I don't understand people, man. I'm just, I'm so wound tight that like when it rains, I'm like, let's go, let's run for the car. And it's like, we're only like five on songs in ship. and people are like just running around in the rain. Like a, I'm talking about, cause people that are into Kings of Leon, A, they're not like me, but they're like my age or, you know, probably like 27 to 40. Yeah. There was no young people, but I'm just saying, like everybody was down to just get drenched on, and like I was just so I was like, I, I don't want to have my underwear wet, I don't want to have my socks wet, and like the minute I was wet, I was like, this is uh, this is ruined for me. It was it's worse than you know uh, what? I'm uh, right with
2: you. I hate getting wet. Unexpectedly wet is the worst thing in the world.
0: What what's worse? What underwear? or What socks? Like if you had to walk around all day, and Do all I only the other. have choose
2: those two because I would. But you can't take your socks off. You
0: day. can't take your socks oh, off. Wet jeans is worse?
2: Yeah, wet jeans is worse. Well,
0: how could you have wet jeans and that wet underwear? Well, well you, no, unless you want to go on commando, out, I guess. Yeah, yeah.
2: I guess. <laughs> For everybody that didn't see that, I... I
0: oh. No. Yeah, no, being wet sucks. But anyway, yeah, the concert sucked. I don't... I, did I, I... didn't go to the concert you are telling me? That I brought I up?
1: Maybe it wasn't... Maybe it was like Dropkick Murphys or somebody.
0: They're, they're coming up. They're still coming up yet. And again, I'm getting... I'm getting badgered into that. And I've seen him before. From her. My wife. Oh. I'm getting badgered into that. So I'll probably end up having to go to that. But again, I feel like such... Now I feel like such an imposter going to that. Because I'm like, you know, I'm old and...
2: Although like... You're that guy that everybody well, like pointed to. 20,
0: 21 and over is the only way I'd go. Because last time it was at the House of Blues. And it was an all-ages show. And there were like seven, eight-year-old kids on their parents' shoulders. And it was so packed... Like, you know, they, they play a lot of songs where, like, you know, you can stomp to, you know, your feet on the ground. And it literally, if you were standing on the main floor at the House of Blues, I don't yeah, know if you've ever been there, yeah. it bows. I've seen the Lost it, Prophets there. It and the floor is was horrifying. Waving. I ended up getting up in the bar and I'm like, man, there's going to yeah. be a tragedy here. <laughs> this is not good. Dude, I had And because the Chicago Fire and Police came out and they played Amazing Grace with Dropkick Murphys on bagpipes and stuff, which was pretty cool. So everybody was stomping at the same time. And I was like, Man. This is gonna be like a white snake thing all over again with a better band, with better grade of fans dying. It it was just a horrible, uh, horrible thing. Check it out. Now you can hear "Hey, My Man" with Nick and Dave on Stitcher Smart Radio. Stitcher allows you to listen to your favorite shows directly from your iPhone, Android phone, Kindle Fire, and beyond, on demand and on the go. Don't have Stitcher? Download it for free at stitcher.com or in the App Store. Stitcher Smart Radio smart way to listen to
1: radio Uh, a few weeks ago and we met a chick she had a bunch of tattoos she was probably like near my wife Emmy's age like in her mid-30s and i cut my eye because she had like it was cold and she had like um hard nipples no she had like tattoos in her armpits it was kind (laughs) of like oh like an eyesore because you're like jesus so i'm like i'm like hey i'm like I go, you probably get this question all the time, but I go, well, I've got a bunch of tattoos myself, so I go, it's not going to be as annoying as somebody that had tattoos. I'm like, I've had a tattoo Wait, hold on close a second. to my did armpit. Did you say all that? Like, how did you, did you just walk up and start talking to you? I don't know if I said that verbatim. Was she, was helped, she was right. getting my wife clothes. Like, it must have been a dressing room, and she was like bullshitting with both of us. But I'm like, man, I'm like, those tattoos in your armpit had to fucking hurt, I know, because I got a tattoo, a sleeve on my arm, and it, it within like an inch of my armpit, it hurt so bad, I was like, ready to die. And she's like, oh, I didn't think it was that bad. And then she's like saying that she thought like the front part of her arm, like on the other side of where her elbow is, was the worst. And I'm like, to me, it didn't hurt at all. But my wife and me started talking to her about tattoos. And she brought up a very good point that I took right to heart is she's like, nothing makes me more sick than when I see some 19, 20-year-old kid come up that's got like, that's already full sleeved out. And... This chick's like, oh, you know, one of my best friends is a tattoo artist, and he I think she said he was like in his mid or late 40s and had been doing it for like 20 years. And she's like, you know, a lot of the old school tattoo people, you weren't supposed to have like full sleeves until you were a lot older. And I'm not necessarily like buying into that, but I can definitely, there's something annoying to me about a, a kid that young with already full sleeves because I guess I just look at it as like the change in the way society is or something because. I hit all my tattoos. To this day, when I go over to my parents' house, especially if I have long sleeves, I know they don't want to see them. They hate them, and I unappreciate the fact that they hate them. And I cover them up. But when I was living at their house, I did not want them to, me to just out of respect. I'm like, these people don't like them. They're not gonna. I'm not gonna make them look at them all the time. I'm not gonna be walking downstairs with a tank top all the time, so they're <laughs> looking at my fucking tattoos. And I, Otherwise, it would be tank top city. Right. <laughs>
0: So uh, After you work so hard on your build, you know you're still
1: not going to do the nope. tank top thing. <laughs> I'll, I'll wear a form-fitting shirt if I want them to see that. So,
0: <laughs> no, so what's
1: your, what are you getting at? Uh, ultimately. <laughs> what, what do you think about these, the kid that young with tattoos? Because we had this conversation before and I was under the impression that you also were annoyed by this. I'm annoyed. Because, because let's face it, myself included, anyone that gets, uh, has a lot of tattoos has got quite a few shitty ones. So, most of these kids, I would say the majority of them, most of them are shitty. Well, would have
0: been. But nowadays, I think that you're seeing a trend where, like, with these kids that have full sleeves straight out of the box are spending the money and they're getting. Like, I think what we talked about before is you. the girl had said to you, or you, you had said, like, hey, most of these sleeves are usually a combination of a bunch of shitty tattoos that are now inked in between and wrapped into a sleeve. Some are cover up, some aren't, but. It's almost like, hey, I, I got this tattoo here, I got this tattoo here, and it's a lot different. Like my my ta- my major my big major tattoo on my right arm uh, is a cover-up, and had I waited, I would have got a – I mean it's a pretty awesome tattoo as a cover-up. Imagine what kind of tattoo I could have had if I didn't waste you know, 18 years old getting a Spider-Man tattooed on me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So – I think a lot of times, though, if you're seeing a kid that's like, yeah, you know, I'm 18, and and every time you see him, he's got more and more, or he goes in and does like an eight-hour sitting on his first tattoo, you're going to get a better grade of tattoo, you know, depending on the tattoo artist, but you're not going to get a patchy piece of like, oh, that doesn't go together, that doesn't go together. I think as time went on, all my tattoos, for the most part, well, almost all of them, are Japanese. I'm not Japanese, but that's the style of tattooing I like, so... I, I covered up everything that wasn't and, and figured out a way to, you know, st- everything from now on, if I get any more tattoos, are going to stay with a certain theme rather than I can appreciate, though, the random flash tattoos that people have. But I think what you're getting at is, you know, I don't like anybody having tattoos. Period. Like, I don't I, I'm, I'm fine with me having tattoos. But when I look at other people, I'm like, you know, let me ask you <laughs> this. Look right,
1: let's do it. I'm going to do give you a hypothetical here. You're at the Olive Garden and your waiter that is hypothetical has <laughs> sleeves. Are you like kind of like turned? Like what's your no reaction hand
0: tattoos? Hand tattoos is, is like that's where my like neck tattoo, hand tattoo, um, those uh, earlobe extenders, nose rings, uh, like a, a gold or Wait, diamond what tooth. kind of nose
2: ring, like a, a girl nose. No, ring, no, no like a
0: stud, stud is fine, but like a okay. hoop or those bones or yeah. like. You know, any uh, yeah, any, anything like that, any right. kind of like weird modification, like a some those right? Spikes spikes yeah, yeah. I, I, or my thing head. is, you're lucky to have this job, and if I'm the owner of, I just feel like it's such a litigious society. Like the owner of Olive Garden should be like, I don't stand for that. I'm not gonna hire you. Or if I did hire you, you're not gonna walk around with rubber or band-aids all over your tattoos and your earrings. You're just not gonna be hired by me, or you're gonna you you're at the top of where you're gonna be in this organization in the kitchen. I made my bed, but I already had a I already had a career. I didn't have a job when I started to get the tattoos Same that I have. With me. Right. So for me, if my employer turned around now and was like, hey, you've gone too far, you're gonna have to wear long sleeves or cover those up. That's what I have to do. You know what I mean? But I'm not going for a job. At, I'm not going right now. I, I don't for, – for, until I retire, I'm assuming that I'm not going to need required unless I choose to. Years to be a, covered up. Right. I don't have any neck tattoos or anything like that. But I would also tell an employer – I wouldn't come straight out and say, hey, just in case I ever have to wear short sleeves, I have this. Mm. But that's the thing is like it's not something I'm necessarily proud of. It was a time in my life. I thought that's what I wanted to do. I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not proud of it. Um, and again, it's like some of it's unfinished. So I'm still gonna probably. I need to finish it. Unfortunately, because it looks stupid, not finished. But I just feel like in the service industry, when it comes to food, for someone to say, "Oh, you know, you're judging a book by its cover." That's a human being. and That's just the way they. Choose. Well, that's fine. But I really feel weird about you serving me my food. When you have like, you know, tattoo in the in the, the spot between your thumb and your your pointer finger of a star or a pitchfork or whatever it is, it's like when you're young, be young. Don't be in such a hurry to grow up and, you know, act so adult and, and, and be out there and, and define yourself as a teenager because when you're sixteen, you're not the same person you are when you're twenty one. And when you're twenty-five, you're not the same person you were when you were I mean it's ever you know that because you've hit those landmarks. So for me, like I said, at 18, I was like, man, I love Spider-Man. Still love Spider-Man. Do I want him tattooed on me? No. But at the time, I was so hot about getting a tattoo. I was like, well, what do I like? I like Spider-Man. I want to get a tattoo. I'm going to get a tattoo of Spider-Man. And again, the, the 20, if I ran into the 21-year-old or 18-year-old me now, we would not be getting along. We wouldn't get along at all. He would hate me. I would hate him. Could you agree? I mean, are you the same person at, what are you, 34 that, that you were at 18?
1: No, I probably fall in the same... Well, I don't know. I, I think the 34-year-old me could talk the 18-year-old me into pretty much anything, so... <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I never knew I never knew the 18-year-old you, but I mean, even you,
0: who's, you know, what, 28?
2: Yep.
0: Wouldn't you already say from the time you were 18, it's like, you're you're not the same person. Oh, no, not at all. Uh, so to get something on your body that you're like... That's like when that's you and your buddy are I... like, we're going to be friends forever, man. We're going to get an apartment and we're going to do... This. It's like, yeah. I don't... I have very limited conversations with my best friend that i was best friends with with a child not because we're not friends it's just i moved on he moved on and you know that's with most of my friends i see you around and when i see you we'll pick up back from where we left off but you know i'm just saying like so when you ask what do you think about an 18 year old kid with a with a a tattoo i think it's about as cool as an 18 year old kid with a bearded beanie or a uh you know, a sixteen-year-old kid with a mustache in high school.
2: <laughs> hey, that kid's the shit around the school. Though. And you're—I
0: guarantee—where you grew up, sixteen-year-old mustaches were all the rage. It
2: was sixteen-year-old beards.
0: I couldn't have grown a beard when I was sixteen. Why?
2: But I there was there was always
0: there was always like two or three guys. Could you? You couldn't grow a beard when you're sixteen. Really? When you're sixteen, yeah. Yeah. that same beard you have now. Same beard
2: I got. Yeah. I mean, it didn't get any better or any worse, I guess.
0: I think your beard only goes to, like, a certain length, and then that's it for you. No, it... Could you, could you it do a bigger. Methuselah
2: style? It gets bigger, but the ramifications Gandalf. of that are...
0: Uh, I love... If I, I could continue, like, you know, people are like, oh, it's so uncomfortable to have a beard. I don't feel that way at all. It yeah. gets to a certain point where it's uncomfortable, and then it... Once you're past yeah, that, good, it's yeah. all, yeah, it's all, like it's get, all good. You get itchy after a while find yourself, I find myself, like, I find yeah. myself, like, Stroke. twizzling my beard yeah, all day. You turn <laughs> into
2: Dr. Evil, uh, what's the guy from go Gadget? What the hell's his name? Anyway, Dr. Claw? Dr. You don't
0: even see that guy's face. It's just an arm no,
2: no, you just see a cat in his, his yeah, arm. stroking a cat.
0: That's it. You're thinking of somebody different. I'm thinking
2: of somebody else. But, yeah, once it gets to a certain point, you can grow forever.
0: Um... What do you think about the eighteen-year-old with the tattoo, uh, or the full sleeve tattoo?
2: I don't like it. Uh, that's why I'm actually gonna start working on my sleeves, within you know after we get married and everything. Me and you, if you want. Why um, <laughs> right after you get married? Money, just oh, you know, I don't want to spend yeah. all that money when you know I gotta get married. But
0: you sound so happy.
2: Yeah, I. <laughs> um, no, I I I haven't had any arm tattoos at all. I have one tattoo and that's it. you I got You're work on the arms <laughs> first. Yeah, well, no, I'm gonna leave the arms just how they are, <laughs> big and buff. And
0: uh, I I I think if if I had to do it all over again, I probably wouldn't have tattoos. At just all. because, yeah, because I mean, I spent so much money, which I'm not I'm not gonna I don't need to tell you how much, <laughs> but it's a lot. And honestly, um, you know, now that I have kids and stuff, and I've had them for a while, I feel like you know going to school. I'm embarrassed for. I don't want people to look at me and say, you know, or look at my kid and look at me and be like, oh, well. Because I still think, that even though it's way more acceptable than it was. Yeah, I was going to say, don't
2: you think it's way more it acceptable?
0: Is, it is. It is def- I mean, and my tattoos are definitely not trashy. I mean, they're, they're I don't well, like, you like a know what, lady though, tattoo. I, I give
1: myself and you a lot of credit because people like me and you, Break the reason the why it's acceptable now, because like for me, I can, you know, well, I, I won't <laughs> get into why, but <laughs> we have we're people. You're a doctor. There's, there's like, more people. The, <laughs> there's more people with careers on to have them. It's not like as stigmatized. We're back in the day. it Was only bikers and sailors that had them. So
0: speaking of that, I mean, it just seems to me like the bikers today aren't like the bikers of 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 the uh, yonder year anyway. <laughs> at least on the t on TV. Are you about
2: bicyclers or motorcycle. What riders? the hell
0: is a bicycler?
2: <laughs> Lance Armstrong kind of dude. a bicycler.
0: Yeah, you said a bicycler. <laughs> That's- like I, recumbent bicyclers are, are are the cool are the cool guys? No, I meant like sons of anarchy ah. or like you know all those people that were those really cool motorcycle
2: gangs anymore yeah,
0: absolutely, but I mean again they're they're so, they're so low profile I mean it's not like they're making national news, and if they are, I mean they're right. definitely not making national news. And I think every, you know, 15 years or something, when
2: there's some major indictment that comes down, maybe you hear right. something, but it's just they've, so few and far I between. Think, I think they've just calmed down. They've stopped murdering and raping enough.
0: Well, I think I, I think they just got phased out. It's just like the mob. I mean, for a while, the mob was a hot-button topic, you know. And th- when there's big figures and big personalities that bring attention to things, and that's what you get. And it, it, the media seems to focus more on... Uh, you know Anne Hathaway getting out of a car with her pant without her panties on, and they do worst you know, picture like, ever. Of Anne Hathaway?
2: Yeah, it's nothing. It, oh, you mean the it fact that, that it,
1: the fact that you were teased with what you thought it yeah, could be?
2: It just looked like an armpit. <laughs> I didn't
1: even I didn't know what not know you guys were talking about. I'm assuming they got a,
2: a picture it, of that. It. It, just
0: it's a same my with the best thing is?
2: It looked like your brisket essentially.
0: It was <laughs> dude. It, you couldn't even see anything. It wasn't you you're nothing. but to me. Or what's funny is they always do it's the same thing. Like every celebrity gets they wait. It's like oh, here comes a celebrity out of a low car. riding limo and yeah. she's wearing a dress. So let's get that, you know, let's get that angle. And to me, to do something like that to a person like Ann Hathaway is, is unredeemable. She's just so sweet and kind, you know. It's not like a Lindsay Lohan. She's, no, she's not who a, by the way I love above it. As you as you know, you know, there's pretty much nothing Lindsay Lohan could do in my book. That that would turn me against fraud, her? Huh? No, no. Like I said, she could chop the head off of puppies and drink their blood in front of <laughs> me, and I would I would still be in love with her. She's perfect in every way.
2: Yeah, it's that drug problem way. Again,
0: I mean that's not my drug problem. I don't have a drug problem. She
2: looks awful.
0: Well, I mean that's in her everyday life. I only in my fantasy she well, always looks her? like she does when she's in when movies. She's in
2: machete?
0: I didn't I didn't see that movie.
2: If you love, I, no, I saw the first ten. No, I
0: saw the first. 10 minutes of that movie and I was like this is the flaming piece
2: of crap why don't you fast forward I did I saw what Lindsay Lohan looked like in the movie and
0: plus it was a stunt double anyway it wasn't even her doesn't even matter I know I can suspend disbelief but the fact is um, like I said she could steal toe kick a baby in the face and I would (laughs) still
1: I would still love her speaking of the whole you know we got on the service industry thing there with the tattoo thing I heard you so did you have a bad experience at uh, Cheesecake Factory up in Chicago absolutely one of the worst and you know what This just, I I
0: know me and Nick were talking about it, Steve, the other actually earlier. If we every time we podcast, we relate another bad industry, I wish we had like a promo music and we like you know bad service industry stories. But and this one wasn't any, it wasn't crazy or anything. It was just you know, once again, at that place, there's so many like waitstaff people that your initial waiter isn't necessarily the person who brings you your food. I mean, I'm sure you've all been in those situations. So we, myself, my sister-in-law, my wife, and my son, who's seven, were, you know, sitting down to eat. They brought all the food except for the the food for my son. Well, they brought him the wrong food. He ordered like a, um, a grilled cheese, and they brought him hamburger, which he he won't eat. So he's like, "I didn't order that. I ordered a grilled cheese." So they took it back. Well, the lady who brought it was not our waitress, and she gave us like a like a filthy look, like whoa, and I'm like, well. It's not what we ordered, so we're not going to eat that. So, you know, do what you will with it, but that's not what, we, what he ordered. Because, of course, I would have ate it, but my kid is not going to eat it. He doesn't want that. It's not what he ordered. Now, you're, you know, we've been waiting. We waited for an hour and 20 minutes to get our seat. Now we've been waiting for 40 minutes to get our order taken. It's so busy in this place. They bring the wrong food. They're gone for 40 minutes. No, not 40 minutes. Let's say 25 to 30 minutes. before they, And we're all done with our food. Except for him, who hasn't had his grilled cheese yet. Logan. Yeah. And they come back and they bring his grilled cheese at that point in time.
1: Was it like a gourmet grilled cheese? or No, it was like like on
0: Texas toast. It was a grilled cheese on Texas toast. No other, nothing else on the plate. Just
1: a grilled cheese sandwich. I think John Taffer does what they say about that. Oh,
0: absolutely. So they're like, oh, sorry, you know, the the grilling station is just just swamped right now. I'm like, it takes less than three minutes when you already have a preheated grill to make a grilled cheese sandwich. And then uh, my sister-in-law was actually bringing home uh, a sandwich for Steve and like 20 minute, like 10 to 20 minutes after we ordered, she put in the order for his takeout food, which is crazy anyway because we're like an hour and 40 minutes away. He needs to take out food from there. But regardless, so they come like another 40 minutes later and they're like, hey, just to make sure you ordered this – let it's like a Reuben. Um, and she's like, yeah. And the guy's like, OK, cool. Just make it sure. Well, like another 20 minutes goes by and we're waiting for our dessert and the manager comes by and he's like, hey, just so you know, we don't have Rubens. We're out of them. We're out of the material to make it. And she happened to be had her head down. She had a headache. It was rubbing her head. And the guy's like, are you okay?" And she's like, no, I'm not okay." She goes, you know what? Just keep it. We don't want it. Forget it. Because now we're not going to wait again for another hour for them to make a sandwich. And the guy's like, oh, well, we're sorry. We're sorry. Is there anything we could do? So I just took that opportunity to tell him about, you know, my son's food coming late. And the waitress being a total bitch, and the guy was like, "Hey, you know, that's not the kind of service we provide here. You know, we're sorry that happened." And he's like, "Your your food is completely free. I'm taking care of you, and you know, now get whatever you want for dessert, and that's free too." And I guess to me, that's that's really the only way you can make up for something like that. But I'll be honest with you, it still won't make up for it because I will never go, probably back. Not make oh, go back. Oh hell no! Yeah, but it's the right thing to do on his part. It's surprising
1: because a lot of places it's just like they don't do that anymore.
0: I think yeah. I mean, I, this place. I would assume had like several managers, so I mean we got lucky. I mean unless that's our company policy.
1: I'm trying to think. Like I would say in the last year, you know we uh, especially when we were working together, we as a group ate out a lot at lunch. I don't know how many times they wait until they're bringing everyone else's food out to tell you, hey, we don't have right steak burger, or we don't have a, your
2: ribeye steak sandwich. Right. Here's what I want to know: How the fuck do you not have a sandwich? It has ham. It has... Pork.
0: pork. Shredded pork and ham was on that sandwich.
2: How do, you, how do you run out of a sandwich? Like, that doesn't make any sense. In the city of Chicago, say, hey, centrally don't, don't located in like the, you know, the we, restaurant district. Exactly. We don't have any pork. You want me to make it without the pork? Nope, we don't have any sandwich. Well, We're my, all out of sandwich. My
0: thing is, is you would assume, and again, this place is running like chickens with their heads cut off. They basically said, hey, a lot of people are cashing in their gift certificates. It's vacation you know, people's kids are on winter break. So it's just like, this is the most slam we've been in the, in the whole last year. They may say that every single day. I have no clue. My thing is though, I didn't make the mistake. So the waitress that came up and was like, this lady looked like I threw up on her. I mean, she was it's so offended. Sleeves. No. <laughs> and I was just like, you know what? You can, you be, be upset if you want, but this really has nothing to do with me. And that guy, like I said, he came and made it right just by apologizing. But I'm telling you guys this story. I'm suggesting that their food was not that great. I wouldn't trek all the way up there for that. Even if I was there, I would try something different than go there again. It's just my my experience was that bad. I, I mean, there's nothing you can do to make up for it. He made up for it the best he could, which I can appreciate. Because, like you said, a lot of people would
2: just be like, "Hey, it but is it still what it doesn't is. help you come back." No, definitely,
1: definitely. A lot of places will make you. I think ask. I think. Uh, Rod, my brother-in-law, who's in the restaurant industry, I think he might have mentioned this to me. Not the what he does, but. They, they'll say, hey, what do you want me to do to make it up to you? Because some people are, like, shy. <laughs> Not right. all people. Most people are, like, too shy, I think, to ask for too meek or whatever to call it to actually say, well, I want it for free. So they'll usually get away with just making you another sandwich that's right. But, you know, I, I would, we used, when we lived in California, we lived pretty close to the Cheesecake Factory. My wife liked it, wanted to eat there all the time. But I would say that if I had to compile a top five list of the most overrated restaurants, I would put them on in the top five. Oh. Who? Cheesecake Factory. Oh. I just don't I, I don't I know, I mean it was alright, but it was really expensive. The portions were big, but I guess it's like what and I don't know what you guys got. Our portion was not big
0: actually. Yeah, but what'd you what'd you have? I had like it's called the uh, factory burger. It was it was like a, a hamburger on um you know, the oval bun.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't I don't even know what you call it, I forget what the thing's called, but it was like a, like a hoagie bun or whatever. And it all it was was a hamburger and and no no top and onions it was
2: bland it big was, portions of bad food is still bad
0: food but like we were talking about before we started recording like Nick you said you went to, you went to some fancy schmancy restaurant with your family uh, yes, for a family member's birthday and like before you even started to tell your story like my big thing is and it's annoying to my wife if I'm not gonna pay thirty dollars for. A, a plate of food that's not, that I'm not going to feel like completely filled up on. That's how I think all guys are. Yeah. You know, I have to be at the end of the meal. I want my top button to be unbuttoned on my pants. <laughs> you know, I want to definitely be uh, like, man, that was a, I was exhausted after eating that meal. I don't want to have, there's, I want to be able to come home and lay on the, like I have nothing planned after I, after I eat. <laughs> um, so you were saying you paid like crazy prices for one of those meals where they put like the, the you know, the, Crazy working, stuff on the so. yeah, on the plate, like, and then and you wipe it off with the.
1: Yeah, it. I'm just not those places are not me. If I'm going to spend that much money, I'd rather go to like a good steak place, and uh you know there, you know you're going to be full, and you leave eating steak like that. But they're just it's just not my thing. But it's one of those places where you're getting like instead of buffalo wings, they had like I think it was duck wings, and. Um, You know, with appetizers and everything else, I think with six of us and drinks, it ended up being like 500 bucks. (laughs) And I like (laughs) it. Did you guys treat the birthday girl? You chipping her portion? Yeah, I think we we worked something out.
0: (laughs) What's that? Like you turned a blind eye while your wife paid?
1: (laughs) You pretended like you didn't notice?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's rough, man. $500?
2: is unbelievable.
0: And I mean a lot of it was cuz of the drinks, like they were getting wine I and I don't stuff. care what reason. They're $500 w- for 6 people.
2: I will tell you uh my cousin took his girlfriend for their one year anniversary to Alinea, a restaurant in Chicago for a meal. Their bill was $1400. That's
0: insane. Did they get bottle service?
2: They got like, like bottles. Eight, eight bottles. That's good service. Yeah, look at right, but were they expecting like, that? Were they 12, watching it was the t- 12 or 1400 bucks? Were they
0: watching the, the, the total rise? No, they didn't care. That's well, how, so that's they, how
2: much it costs. You go there, I know. I'm saying and, so.
0: He, he had an expectation that it was gonna be oh yeah, yeah. that's a you know, I guess, and I, I guess you assume Dude, because I would it's a never Gourmet pay
2: restaurant. For a meal.
0: I don't know, Ever. it depends on the meal. <laughs>
2: Ever,
0: I like food. So, you know what? If you if you told me. Something was a thousand dollars before I start. Before I busted into it, I, you might convince me. But halfway into it, I'm like dude, I can't. I can't <laughs> see paying a thousand dollars for this. There's no way. But you could taunt me with with a nice a choice cut of beef. what choice
2: cut of beef a thousand dollars? Yeah, we <laughs> paid fifty bucks. Like you paid. 50. Oh, I
0: paid. It was a hundred and twenty bucks just for meat. Well, what
1: did you think about that? Was that the food? Point?
0: I didn't think the food was good, so that's why it, it burned my ass. You know, I was told the company was going to pay for that meal, which is why I spent that much. But it turned <laughs> out that not. they did not pay for that meal. I was it was like a, a couple hours too late to get that per diem rolled over, dude. So I ended up eating that 120 because the boss was like, "Hey, man, just go ahead and." Uh, which is actually the reason that we call this podcast, "Hey, my man." He's like, "Hey, my man, just go ahead and eat it, man. Just you know, it's on the company." And it was not on the uh, for, for for him. It was his his meal was comped because he's he's an uppity up. But you know, I, I ended up you know paying out of pocket. So well, no, you're.
1: I pay well. I got some per diem out of it, but it wasn't right. The premium only covered so much. Cause right, I got partial. Right. So
0: yeah, no, that that was a that was a. Total... I mean, let
1: <laughs> me ask you this. I'd never been there before. I think my dad had told me about it once, but I wasn't expecting those prices.
0: You know, anytime you look at the menu and it says market price or whatever, I mean, you, I, I guess I'm it's expecting la, it's like 50 bucks. Or it doesn't have prices on
1: it. Or it's a la carte. You know, I mean, like, obviously, you
0: have it. the ability to ask. But again, I was, I was lured under the, hey, it's free, man, whatever. It's <laughs> on the company. I'm like, Fuck, if it's on the company, dude, let's do it. I'll have two. What, what kind of steak did you offenses. get? A ribeye? No, I got I prime rib, I think. Or, or I don't remember what it was. Maybe a filet. But it wasn't even anything extravagant. You know, I had like a salad, a soup, and a steak. You know, and I, I think that at any normal steak place, you I, Ruth Chris because of the name, I guess it's you know. Now whatever. I've never
1: done Gibson's. Me either. In Chicago, and there, was it Lowry's or something? Yeah, or something was. Yeah, there, yeah, I have
0: been there. Definitely good. Um, Jason, sorry, <laughs> okay. who who yeah. do you think would be a perfect person to play? You think Steve? My teeth are big enough. To <laughs> no, ah, You can put a cap on there. You'd be all right. What do you who do you think would be good to play
1: Steve? Um, I don't know. Maybe I'd have to like,
0: say a British actor. Just the ways he he carries himself. Maybe like
2: uh Tim I Roth. I, I want to throw one out there but he's not British. Tim not Roth? Roth. Ooh, that would be good. I would like that.
0: Do you want Tim Roth to play you?
2: Ah, well, I wouldn't mind that. Mr. Orange? I would <laughs> the only with, cool thing he's ever done <laughs> in his entire career. Uh, I would go with no, he doesn't move four rooms. That's an excellent movie.
0: No. I would go with Paul in. Walker. <laughs> you would pick Paul Walker <laughs> to play Paul, you? Yeah. You think that Paul Walker's cool?
2: He's not a good actor though.
0: But you, I mean, do you think that like Paul Walker has no, like, like he, has he all he the. Looks
2: like me. He, he Are has, you fucking he kidding has me, my, dude? Machismo. Yeah.
0: Are you kidding me?
2: If he if you're
0: he, closer to Emmanuel Lewis than Paul <laughs> Walker, dude.
2: If he was bearded, then yeah, maybe. Oh
0: my lord! I still stick by my. Uh, uh, Who did I say you? play Steve? Um, Elijah Wood, <laughs> <laughs> as Frodo, playing Steve. <laughs> Dude, are you fucking Paul? At I least I'm realistic with Paul Giamatti. Here. I think I'm better looking than Paul Giamatti. I mean, I, I shot low. I just went for the good acting. You're really telling me Paul? Paul Walker? Wait, who's you're saying?
2: You, are, you, is it that you think Paul Walker is so handsome that he can't play me? Oh, definitely. I think All you right. were more Steve Zahn than than Paul Walker. Steve Zahn. <laughs> yeah, <right>. or
0: Stefan Dorff. <laughs> if I had you know, Steve if I had Steve. to get crazy with it, but dude, are you Paul Walker?
2: I didn't know Paul Walker you was Dreamboat. I need to check Ribisi.
0: out the Giovanni Ribisi. That'd be all right. That. I don't even know who that is. Anybody else for yeah, me? the I, guy from
1: uh, shit, what's he been? Uh, he, was he was in, in the, the contraband Nich- that knew with
2: Mark Wahlberg.
0: He's in a Nicolas and Cage and... movie where they steal all the on in Roger sixty seconds. seconds. You could stop.
2: By. I've never seen
0: that. Uh, he was on Friends. I'm sure you've seen that. Now I know. Phoebe, Phoebe's brother. Now I know. Yes. I no i never saw avatar either Looked look, look really retarded i've you've seen been, i've actually i know you you've seen a mob squad, never seen, seen <laughs> He's a mob squad. <laughs> he was in basic he did one of the worst accents ever in a movie, in the movie basic the great movie oh, that is a what? great Boiler room damn. is a great
2: movie what if i what if i had a shaved head what about jason statham
0: are you fucking dude are you uh, let me let me just say this you have a, you have an inflated set. This one comes from being an only child. I wish Does I did. Your that mom kind tell you silk. you
2: look like Jason Statham? My mom told me I look like Justin Timberlake.
0: Let me tell you this: you look like more like Justin Timberlake than you do Jason Statham. Okay. And if your mom told you you look like Justin Timberlake, how the hell that is such a far departure? You look like more like Mr. Bean than you look like Jason Statham.
1: Mr. Fucking Bean.
2: <laughs>
0: Mr. I'm not trying to come like down on you, but for you, yeah. All right, I know that dude. Who? He already said he knew after Friends.
2: What about Jesse from uh, uh, Breaking Bad?
0: Uh, maybe. Maybe. Aaron Paul?
2: Yeah.
0: By four seasons, you should know the actor's name already. You told me you were studied up. No, Jesse. I
1: just want to say that if I were Givine If you said yo
0: after everything, maybe I'd consider it.
1: Givine Rabisi's been in some decent shit. But Not he because knows of him. him from Friends. <laughs>
0: I knew I'd get him with that. I've also thought for me,
1: Fred Savage. Did you?
0: As well, ask you. Were you dating a chick, chick for a while Why that was
1: obsessed with Friends, so you were in turn forced to watch no. it?
0: <laughs> Are you saying Steve reminds you of a kept man? <laughs> no, I'm assuming that Steve, after taking a long day of inline
2: aggressive skating, I had sat down came with down, the, down with a Zima and watched Friends. <laughs> Zima.
0: Oh man, we're like a. I from Griffith, you were probably drinking a Milwaukee's best, but. And why are you cool and hams, yeah. Um, one of the other things that we talked about before that we never actually got to, I, I never edited it. The sound was real shitty. Was the uh 30 for 30, yes, is it ESPN 30 for 30 yep. documentaries where basically you get like highly acclaimed directors to pick a certain sports topic and then um do a 30 minute documentary on a particular. It's 30 minutes, correct? 30 minutes on 30 different No, sports. I think they're.
1: Are they an hour? I think so. I'm pretty sure they're 30
0: minutes. I think that's what it's called, that's 30 why 30. it's called 30 for 30. But they seem longer, so maybe
1: I'm wrong. It's absolutely
0: longer than 30 minutes.
1: E- e- either way. Um, I think it was a, the 30 best sports.
0: I mean, over the last 30 years. Yeah. That that's what fun. it was.
1: Yeah. Man, I feel stupid. But anyway. um, and, I, and on a side note, you're the one that told me that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Too much pressure. So the one the one that we actually – that I had to have you watch after I saw it was the uh, the one about the Chicago Cubs. Catching hell. Yeah, catching hell about Steve Bartman, the fan who blocked a ball from Moises Alou's glove, which turned the tide, um, causing the Cubs to lose. It, no,
2: it didn't cause the Cubs to lose. Yeah, it did. Alex Gonzalez caused the Cubs to lose.
0: Well, he was part of the problem. Probably he but, was the whole problem. No, but the, the, the tide had turned. Now this is where me and Steve got into a debate because – Steve says there's no such thing as curses. There's no such thing as, uh, what was the term that you I'm used? I'm sure that
2: Steve Bartman would be very happy. Fire, to passion, any of those?
0: No, it was, it was something like that where you heart. were saying heart. Yeah, you're, heart. You're saying heart doesn't matter at all. On and sports. that like if one bad play in sports could not sour the rest of the team or uh momentum. That's what it was. Steve was saying it's, it's virtually a in bullshit... Baseball. In baseball, oh, in I baseball. Let's, let's narrow it down. In baseball, there's no such thing as momentum shifts. And a momentum shift, if there was to be one, could not be... You cannot blame a win or loss based on a momentum shift, based on something that happened there internally are, or externally. There are outside a variety the of
2: factors that go into a baseball game that one play does not determine the entire outcome.
0: Does not or cannot? Does not. Cannot.
2: Does not.
0: So you're saying baseball, which
2: is... To, I'm you know, speaking in absolutes. Does
0: generally, not. baseball players are considered to be very um, superstitious. You've never heard that? I've heard it. Okay. Yeah. So you don't believe Jump when a black cat lines. walks past Ron Santo... And as he his legs? legs? No, of course not. He loses his life. No, but when a black cat walks past Santo or these things... It doesn't put into the player's mind this is the curse again, and the, they start thinking if they it, start defeating themselves. Their confidence,
2: concentration, confidence,
0: the concentration, and they start making bonehead plays.
2: If it does, if 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 during a baseball game that comes into their mind, they shouldn't be playing the game.
0: It is what it is, but you're uh, the debate here before we get into the talking about the documentary was the the part the reason I wanted to talk to you about it or let everybody know how idiotic this idea that you have where there's no such thing as a momentum shift and I don't but think you're it's saying you're all. saying in other sports there can be
2: momentum change and i'm
0: not talking about just a player. like a player being injured is definitely a momentum change in like basketball or football or even baseball in obviously. hockey
2: there's yeah there's passion there's the, the fire or whatever the fuck that means so you're For, saying if a team the, goes momentum, if yeah. a team
0: has got one goal ahead of another team and, then, and it's coming down and, and then they, they score course, another and then they score another goal and now they're two up and they're, they're, there's 2 minutes left you don't think that that puts the pressure on the uh, the team that's down two yeah, goals yeah. and also tells them man I'm starting to look grim I'm just you know you're telling me every player Is psychologically evolved to the level of like, that does not get in my way. It's not going to bother me. That's why you have star players, because those are clutch people that rise above those situations.
2: There's no such thing as clutch.
0: No such thing as clutch. Yeah, I know. No
2: such thing as clutch.
0: I I was trying to get us to this point.
2: Do you agree with this? I absolutely believe there's clutch. There's no such thing as clutch. And I will back it up with numbers. If you look at Derek Jeter's stats in every ninth inning of every game, it's half and half. That's all it is. You remember those moments because they're more memorable to you. You don't remember the moment that he struck out.
1: Half and half in a clutch moment in baseball. So half the time he gets a hit? That's yeah. No. No. It's not
2: half and half. It's not. Okay, but you're just better than half half and half. It's half half and half he's clutch and he's not. But it's it's, seriously, you will not remember the moment that he strikes out. You'll remember when he gets the home run or hits a double. But but
1: I think if you compare him to like ten of the other like to A Rod who is obviously infamously not clutch, you that's why they consider Derek Jeter clutch is because in those moments he hits the whole mm-hmm. run. No, because no, he can L relax, Rodriguez focus,
0: focus and get it done. He L has Rodriguez done it, has it but done. he does but more times than not, he doesn't do it because he can't handle the pressure, which is why they call I, somebody clutch. I
2: really no, I do think there are numbers to back this up. So you're telling me. Hand, you're telling, telling this, me at the last
0: second of any basketball game in the finals, you're telling me in the Bulls during their their dynasty, you any player you would be as happy as having the ball in their hands as Michael Jordan. Okay, in the last second. I'm not talking about because Jordan's better and he, he. No, that
2: that is the exact reason why he's more clutch is because he is better than every other basketball player.
0: Would you say that? Okay, take Jordan out of the picture, and you have a bunch of other guys are on the a same level. Player? No, no, no. A bunch of other guys that are on the same level as each other. They make it the same amount of time. They don't. They don't make it in because James people were, choke. I mean, exactly. LeBron James is better than every other. That's fine, right? but he chokes when it comes down to Except the pressure. Year. He can't handle pressure. You're telling me Didn't the he job win a at the job, dude. Uh, uh, Sun shines on a dog's ass every now and then. At the championship, fine. At your job, you're telling me there's some people that when the shit hits the fan, you're not like, dude, just get out of the way because you're you're gonna you're you're, you're you are you are going to you are you you can not handle it in the in the clit in the clutch.
1: You've had in, had in, been a you, know I mean a you <laughs> you've had to be in a situation where you've either maybe yeah. even yourself you're like maybe you're taking a test in high school or or you know your trade or whatever where you're just like man I'm fucking stressed out and you just you fucking bomb yeah but test if, or if or it, something. but if I
2: do something in a pressure in a pressure filled situation I don't consider myself clutch <laughs> you don't <laughs> well we, Fuck, we would did I pass that test I w- absolutely man, I absolutely no because I don't con-
0: you can prepare for a test it has nothing to do with your athletic ability your physical self. You it has something to do to
2: make a last second shot. Y-
0: you can, yeah, but it's you're struggling. No, you can't because a last second there's shot is not the
2: same thing as a last second a- shot. Absolutely in the first not. Yes, but is. the
0: factors that are different is the pressure. Everything comes down to that last second. You're you mentally are fighting against yourself. You are not when you're practicing shooting three pointers from Muscle that memory. hold on that same spot. Muscle memory. I understand that that same spot in that same spot. When you go up to take that shot and that buzzer's about to, you're in your head. You're going, this is make a break. I gotta make this shot. And sometimes sometimes, yeah, your muscle memory is there, but sometimes you don't you're 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 too in your head and that ball you're you absolutely there's no so way you don't
2: think stress affects you or anybody else? I'm not saying me. I'm saying professional athletes.
0: No. Great professional athletes are able to maintain and, and, and be great under pressure. That's what makes them great. That's what makes a LeBron stick out. That's what makes... Because before LeBron he LeBron
2: sticking out makes... It, there, he
1: had a lot of early exits from the playoffs.
2: He was on the Cavaliers. They were a bad team. They were LeBron and the gang. Yeah, it wasn't, so... But, didn't take him Wade out of the Wade. picture. I mean... But it was, he himself
1: it was, had horrible fourth-quarter stats. Like points scored and everything else.
2: Okay, but they still would have won those games if he had a team that played the first three quarters. But... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but... The, but His fourth-quarter no, stats mean nothing if if he had people that were playing with him let's let's he just was get the ba- let, let, that was let's
0: get there. let's get back to this documentary so I'd rather
2: not.
0: <laughs> well you know i it was funny because i think when i asked you i was like hey steve you know i want you to watch this documentary so we can you can talk about it and you still never have right
2: I think I told you to fuck yourself.
0: <laughs> did you? Did you? And you?
2: I know. I won't watch that it. That
0: angers me even more because it's like I know really why won't watch it? Is. Yeah, I know what it is. Back off the mic a little bit, Nick. Why won't you watch it?
2: Because I know what it is. I watched the game. Yeah,
0: I, so did I. So I know what it is. Yeah, but the documentary why do is I able need to know it because is. the documentary isn't about that play. It's about the aftermath and the you know everything that happened to that particular person as a result of it and other fans. That have you know been blamed or been in, got involved somehow? The guy from the Abbey,
1: who you in the video right. kind of made it seem like you know he he, he definitely was
2: quick to back off. That.
0: He didn't
1: make it. It could have just as
0: yeah, easily been him. That,
2: yeah, it could have been him.
0: It should have. It, it was just as easily him. It, I mean, if he if he reached an dude, injury, you know, and he
2: points he dogs the guy out to everybody. Right, like, that's him. <laughs> what reason do I have to want to know more about Steve Bartman?
0: It's not about the, the documentary. Centers around Steve Bartman because that director picked something that was he was passionate well, about. Hold the on, Cubs. let me.
1: No, he picked. Something I don't even that know. I, I don't. The Holocaust it. is not a good thing, but if there's a show on the Holocaust, I'm probably going to watch it because it's it, interesting right. stuff. Yeah. So why wouldn't this fit into the same? Plus, are you I, saying that you know, you're such a Cubs this is fan why I won't
2: watch that? It. This is blows your mind. You can't because deal it I wasn't at Auschwitz it. watching things happen. I was there watching this game. So you're, you're really going to be really like, I can't
0: relive this twice. It was such a is that what this is about? That is the
2: only sporting event that brought tears i
1: That's highly it. doubt that dude but i, I thought i got it. it for like it a week and I, I mean maybe a couple minutes each day And I, i'm not like the biggest baseball fan ever but i got over it pretty quick I,
0: dude, yeah uh, you know I, I again i saw it i was a huge cubs fan then i saw it when it happened and in fact when you're watching it on tv you really didn't get the the full gist of it until the news later on right. so because they, they panned the away from in the it. stadium they didn't know right anything. they didn't even realize what had happened right but the interesting part is when they go to Moisés and he's like, "Absolutely, this guy blocked this ball." And you know, you're—they kind of like make it to where you're like, uh, "You know, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe because basically, you see him throwing a baby fit in the outfield." Yeah. And he—he's he the one that blood. draws the yeah. draws the attention. It's now, he,
2: if he was classy and he would have just walked away, well, none of
0: it—that's none of it would happen. That's fine. But what happened was the other players fed off him and were like, "What next?" This is where it all falls apart. Absolutely. Just like a couple years later, all year no mistakes were made. A Terrio out. made like bobble the ball a it, I think what, three or four years later when they were in the playoffs. Terrio bobble the ball. I think Derek Lee bobbled two balls at first base. They played they, like they, shit all of those series. Dude, those guys all were those all series. year those guys were were on. Right. And they did not make mistakes like that. But the problem is the pressure. The problem is they believe in this curse. They and once stuff starts happening, mentally they shut down. Their concentration's lost. Dude,
2: that is so fucking t- stupid and a cop out. Well,
0: I thought the documentary as a whole was pretty awesome. I, I like, and they, they you know, they, they tracked down Steve Bartman and <laughs> asked him about, like, what was going on
1: with Does his they life. Actually now. Find him? Oh, yeah. No, the guy he who refused. Would
0: count- no, he thought ta- they found him. He just refused to, to comment on. Right. Him. He's like, well, I'll do it, like, uh, maybe I'll talk to my lawyer and we'll do, like, a sit down thing, but he, he never did. But <laughs> like, <Well>, the dude <laughs> literally lives. Like, he. Lives in shame. Yeah, absolute the shame.
2: Send him to Jacksonville or something.
0: Uh they don't say that in the documentary. All I, I, I know is this dude will never
2: come to Chicago ever. Again.
0: I mean, he's in Chicago. He's in Illinois somewhere, mm-hmm. but he will never set foot in Wrigley again because, well, also what came from that? I guess the other question I had beyond the thirty thirty, which I, I I suggest people watch because I thought it was really cool. Um, there's another one. It's not a thirty for thirty, but it's an ESPN documentary on like fan violence. Is one of the most brutal and disgusting. Why, like you can't, yeah. you can't enjoy
2: Dodgers, uh, Giants last year.
0: Yeah, I mean that dude, was one of the coma. Yeah. Speaking oh. of that, well, now he's
2: now he's like paralyzed.
0: I guess, I thought he was he's, okay. in, he's in a wheel. No, that, oh. yeah, that guy is he's in a, he's like a quadriplegic.
2: That's awful. That's... Yeah,
0: just he, for like getting in an argument over like a sporting. I don't think
2: he got in an argument, did he? I thought he. Was I don't know something.
0: what the deal. No, they there were some words back and forth, but it, I don't. It wasn't anything. You're talking about the guy that got pummeled in the stands? Yeah. yeah. And, like, nothing, pushed under the bleachers and was still getting pummeled? Nothing
2: to make him a... No,
1: no absolutely. Religion, no, yeah.
2: Absolutely.
1: There, when we were at the, the Green Bay uh, Bears game, there was a guy that was wearing, like, a Rogers jersey. It was just... I don't know if he was half-retarded or what. I or, could <laughs> edit that out. I don't know what his deal was, but... Why you want to say he was fully retarded? <laughs> he would stand up and, like... Mimic the refs making calls whenever they were going against. That just sounds uh, perfect, of course. But people started throwing shit at him, and like <laughs> dude, this guy was like antagonizing. I was like, dude, I, yeah, I'm like, first off. I would not go to a, a, a like an opponent stadium and wear like a different jersey. That's that's fucked up. You should be able to wear know. whatever. Why, exactly. you, should be able... you should, but you don't. Like the people are fucking nuts <laughs> dude. now. And the guy I was with was like, dude. He's like, I used to be able to bring my kids. Like, I can't anymore because the people behind us are like yelling, fucking cunt and fucking faggot to like <laughs> calling Rodgers all this shit the whole entire time. And finally, like, like you like, can Man. hear him down in the yeah. field. and He's like, like you know what? The, the guy I was with knew the people that were around him. The other, like, beset for those people because they all are season ticket holders. And he finally goes, Hey, he's like, dude, he goes, um, one of the guys, is like, Hey, my kid's here. He's like, You, you might tone toning it down a little bit. And the guy's like, Oh, all right. And then, like, immediately went back doing what he was doing. It's like, really? Let me ask, like, you can't have a good time unless you're. When you're calling. in a basketball
0: game, you remember when uh, when Ditka spit his rubber bands at that guy's face, or the, the fan, when he climbed, he went into the stands and spit his rubber bands in that guy's face? Or like the, who was it? The basketball player that uh, climbed into the stands? Yeah, right, yeah. Right, right, uh, uh, Meta world, world piece.
2: piece. I believe um, Dude, that was crazy. Do you think the
0: fan was yelling at him to try to like like piss him off? It, yeah, like to get him off his oh, game, yeah. take yeah. him out of Did his own?
1: You know what? Wasn't that? Was that? On, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You admitted
0: to hey, it. Was man. it
2: on the documentary? No that No. There no. Was well, you know what? It might have been. No, he was yelling racist shit at him.
0: Yeah. Well, that, you know, what's funny is like when when. What's his name from the Cubs? When uh, what's his, I, I hate to say from the Cubs, but when uh, Milton Bradley went to the Cubs, and he was like, oh, you know, everybody in in uh, right field is racist, party. and they say it's like, well, that's Soriano is Jacko. a horrible piece of shit playing in the other field. Nobody's yelling. And he's exactly. never complained of anyone yelling anything racist. Exactly. That's you. That's what you bring out of people personally, <laughs> not because you're black. That's because you personally.
2: i nobody even yelled anything racist at him.
0: Oh, I'm sure they did.
2: After he was if they, if they dude, did it to him they it.
0: that guy it is, is the, the biggest asshole. In fact, myself and Nick whenever we see a guy uh, at work or whatever that's just a hack completely, we'll just be like you are the, you know, uh, the this, this, company is, this oh, company's this right. company's answer to Milton Bradley, you know. I mean, that is this guy is like the biggest. I even at the highlight of his career, I
1: mean, they had a he breakdown it, of that right? incident with Ron Artest. And i thought it for sure would have been on that documentary. It's and changed. Uh, I guess the dude that he ended up beating still – I don't know. If, I want to say that he was saying, hey, I wasn't even the guy that was involved in this. I was the, <laughs> that's the best guy. Part. I think that is what happened. I think yeah, he did beat the wrong – Somebody
2: run. threw a beer at him and Ryan Artest went up there and beat the shit out of us. But there,
1: like the, there was enough cops in this. That's what it was about because there wasn't enough cops in the stadium – to do what needed to be done to like prevent it from happening, but goddamn, what was that? I was watching it on TV.
0: I mean, I I, I can I feel bad for professional athletes because you know you're out there and they're like you are just tons of people you know yeah, can't dude. It's I like mean, you're at
2: work and somebody's calling you an <laughs> asshole all, all day. Don't you have that at your work? I actually do have <laughs>
0: no. I I just I I feel bad for these. guys. I don't care about that part of it, but the fact where like people are throwing things out the, from the yeah. stands at you, and it's like you know because you're on the opposing team. You know, that, that that blows my mind. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about... What, did you just think of something?
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure Peter Jackson's done it.
0: Yeah, he is. Yeah? yeah?
1: No. Yeah. That's I, sort of unsubstantiated gossip. I well, thought Peter doing it. If Steve
0: so, says it, that means it's true. The internet, uh, what we're so talking about right now is um, the fact that Disney bought out Star, the Star Wars uh, franchise.
1: Do you like, love it, or hate it? Love it. Like it. I like
0: it. I'm pretty much done with Star Wars unless something happens that like I like. From what I was told, I know Nick, you talked about it before and said that you believe it's supposed to be what prior to or at right after um, uh, Return of the Jedi. It's
1: supposed to be quite some time after, and they but the I,
0: same characters because I already know Harrison Ford signed on to, to be in it. Right. So, so was uh, Carrie Fisher now. Oh, great. Was <laughs> Wow. And Mark, Ham- Mark <laughs> Hamill has
2: been from? patiently awaiting. She was on the like... roast of uh of um... Roseanne. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mark Hamill's been sitting as an apartment. Mark Hamill has been like... waiting
1: for since 1983 because he's the only dumbass that didn't sign on to get paid like everybody else. He just wanted the flat fee, and his, his I wonder what it was like—400 bucks.
0: <laughs> he just wanted to make George sure. He's like, I'll give you whatever he's, he's like. Want right now. I need Oreos in my
1: tr- my rider. <laughs> um, what what. What excites you about that? Well, here's what gives me some sort of hope that it's not going to totally suck is obviously it was bought by Disney. Disney bought out Marvel. And although I didn't think Avengers was the greatest, it wasn't awful. So I'm not excited about the story. Apparently, it's going to more focus on the the kids of Han Solo and, and Princess Leia, which a lot of the books do. But... I think a more interesting story is—I uh, don't know if you played the, the *Knights of the Old Republic* video game, either one of you guys—but mm-hmm. that era to me, that would be cool. And it's kind of like start over a little bit. It's still be in the same universe, same type of, you know, would be Jedi's or whatever there'd be. But I think it would be a lot cooler just to have a totally different storyline. I, I, and- I would
0: rather see that too. I don't know if you were saying that. You, you—I I don't want to have anything to. It could be around the same time, and they could be like periphery characters, or, or you know, like. I would just rather see a whole new story, you know. Around that same time, though, because the, the one, two, and three, when I don't really care about the the, the pre story, I was because most of my life, as you know, as yours and yours, well, you only knew four, five, and six, and that's where you were see, but you outside did, the books. You I'm didn't talking care about, about
2: pre story, though.
0: Well, until I saw it, and they ruined it. Well, yeah. because here's the thing: but, like, I don't even really how
2: Darth Vader became Darth Vader is.
0: Darth Vader to me. Darth Vader to out. me could have been this is where they ruined it for me. Beside um Jake, whatever his name was, that played the young Joe? Anakin. No. The kid that played the young Anakin. Wow. Jake um, Lloyd? Yeah, Jake Lloyd. Horrible. But when Darth Vader had to kill a bunch of kids, it's like really I already know he's that was a bad a pretty guy. Random thing. It, yeah, it was yeah. like, dude, it's the guy's like, a bad guy. You really what, don't have to make him any he's worse. Bad. What I've, can I, we do though to make? Our first evil? experience with Darth Vader is we know he's bad. We know he'll eventually make that leap to the dark side.
2: Dude,
0: uh, when, slaughtering a bunch of yeah, people of kids, made him ladies. there, though. Oh, it took him there from from yeah. from here to there in in there. In, yeah. in, a, in a blink of an eye. But he do do started com- I just think it was completely unnecessary and incongruous with. The way the rest of the series had gone, it was like, really, that's this lowest common denominator. You could have just been like, hey, this guy's going to push his politics. He's a little bit more conservative. He's, you know, they don't, they don't need to have a murdering children for Christ's sake. <laughs>
1: You know he could he have go Chevy Chase National was vacation on He
0: could have punched <laughs> Rihanna in the eye, something that really uh, ticks off America, yeah. you know. But regardless, he killed children, so that made him. That's what made him Darth Vader. Yeah, that's when it was like,
2: well, eh, I'm kind of thinking in, about the dark in, side. I'm kind of not. And then, completely psh, make him Darth Vader. Psh, in my eyes, it did completely making him Darth Vader. Is him throwing Samuel Jackson out a window.
0: I like I Samuel Samuel Jackson out of a window too. Well,
2: nobody likes Mace Windu. So no, much,
0: Mace Windu but... is almost as bad as Jar Jar Binks, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, don't go that far. I, I'm not really, you know, Jar Jar. The, Besides the stupid, annoying, like voice, or, yeah, it's a... just stupid. It's no. Not, It's no more ridiculous than Yoda, if you really think of it. It's just more annoying because it's, it's a higher boring. pitched and, and a cartoonish, you yeah, know, he antics. Was
2: planned to sell. I, I'm making this character to sell things. Oh, like
0: absolutely, him. absolutely. That's what.
2: That's not what Yoda was for.
0: I would no. definitely say
1: for the first three... Younger loaded, Yoda didn't look that much younger than
0: an old Yoda. Just put looked, up. The, yeah. the,
1: For the first three, first off, George Lucas, from, if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, but he wrote... He, he had help writing um, Star Wars Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. He wrote Episode One all by himself and okay. the script absolutely sucked.
2: He wrote Jedi all by himself. I, I thought...
1: I don't, I'm going to check right now. I Let's
2: thought see. him and his writing partner split up and his writing partner said, "Dude, you can't make a movie just to sell toys." And he's like, "Fuck you! I'll show you. I'll make you walks."
0: Yeah, that, that 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 didn't work out well. That to me is like the first part of Return of the Jedi, is awesome. Yeah, like when Luke returns and he's you know wearing the black karate gi mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. he, and he and he's throwing his pimp hand down and and. Uh, you know, they're not taking him seriously. That, that to me, is, is is the coolest thing ever. My question is, why would they wait six years and leave Han and Carbonite? Like, their plan... So I like think it's supposed to be three. Whatever it is, more. three years. again. Maybe
1: not even that much.
0: Ha- it was definitely years. Dude, he wasn't... Well, going Luke to had work. to go back and finish his training. I. How do you know? Han Solo? How do you know? You know time. he was in Carbonite, but how do you know that somebody else wasn't going was to... Somebody else could have come in and just... Know, somebody yeah, else could have come into Jabba's Palace and destroyed Jabba's Palace. And then just by, by proxy accidentally, someone could have made a mistake. Salacious Crumb could have spits out some food and, 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 and decarbonated, you oh, know, that's carbonated you
1: sell toys. Salacious Crumb. <laughs> I to the whole planet. of the Salacious Crumbs. Salacious
0: Crumb is one of the most underrated, underused characters in the Star Wars lexicon.
1: But anyways, I the first one uh, was awful, episode one. Episode two, it's like, there's a couple parts where I was like, that's all right. And then the third one... Finally to me it was like, Alright, this is alright. Obviously there were some parts that are like really stupid, but from what I was reading, a couple of the the parts of that were really cool about the last one, Steven Spielberg's like, Hey, you definitely have to have a fight between Yoda and the Emperor. You know, people don't know what either one of these like Emperor they never, never one's ever really seen what he's about, mm-hmm. as far as what he can do physically. And Yoda obviously had shown him fights. Really but, all he can do is shoot lightning out of his hands. Right. That's right about it. But I mean, his I th- I'll definitely say this. The three that they're gonna make are gonna be better now than they were if George Lucas
2: was gonna be attached Hell to writing them. Yeah. Darth Hell Maul is yeah.
0: way cooler than Darth Vader. Darth Maul, put that is... out there. <laughs> that was the only good thing about the first right. one.
2: Darth Maul was completely underserved. Like, oh yeah, he should have been. That should have been Darth Vader. Vader. When you
0: see Darth Maul, how can you ever be like Darth Vader's cool? Because Darth Darth Vader Darth sucks balls shit, compared dude. to Darth Darth when Maul. When I saw
2: Darth Maul, I was like, I'm gonna love this movie. Yeah, and then well, it kept going. Yeah. And I went, this that movie, was the only
0: redeeming thing, and Natalie Portman,
2: dude. And he dies so weak.
0: Yeah, he just gets thrown down on the Yeah, hole. <laughs> seriously. But maybe um, kick guy's character.
2: Eh, fucking.
0: All in all, you are all about you. You're excited about the new. Yeah, the, if Lucas the, is the gone, idea,
2: then. I, I. How do you walk away? Like, can I you, give you another reason why I like it a lot? Yes. Uh, they bought this for whatever money. Lots, lots, and lots of money. Uh, Lucas donated all of it to charity, which. Yeah, I don't, I care, about awesome. Dude, I don't I care about that. Dude, I thought
0: what which charity? I don't know. Well, that doesn't make a difference the to the Bill
2: you? and Melinda Gates Foundation. <laughs>
0: uh, well, that's going to be it for today. Um hopefully we'll get another one out in the next week or so. So, uh I'm just going to say goodbye for everybody. Or you know what?
1: They could say goodbye for themselves. Nick, till so until next time. Steve, goodbye.
0: And this is Dave. See you later.